Hey everyone, it's Chris. I just wanted to thank you so much for sticking around and uh, being patient with us. I know the delay between the last episode and this episode has been absolutely ridiculous and that is on me. Uh, so I promise that uh, the next episode that comes out after this one, you'll be pleasantly surprised by how fast that turnaround is, especially in comparison. Uh, I just also wanted to say a couple of quick things about if you ever want to ask uh, questions of Dylan or myself, um, or about the podcast or anything, there's a couple of places you can go. You can either email us at uh, stayingalivepodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to our subreddit where I post all the videos in our own uh, little threads, and you can either comment on them or you know create your own thread yelling at me about how long it takes to release episodes, and that's at our uh, Staying Alive podcast. Or you can even follow us on Twitter at uh, Staying Alive Pod, and it's, or just Staying Alive Podcast. You just search that on Twitter. I'm not really sure how you find things on Twitter. Anyway, but if you go to any of those things, you can shoot us questions or comments or whatever you'd like, um, and we'll do our best to answer them. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Like all great stories, our story begins in the dark. And the name of this world is Iglesias. Oh my god. I feel bad? Yeah, me, yeah. Yes, me. Alright, yeah, please. I uh I united all the animals. I could tell, I could tell. My name is Teg. I'm looking good, feeling clean. Yeah, I'm real. That Teg gets me jacked. <laughs> hey there everybody, welcome to episode seven of Staying Alive. My name's Dylan. I'm Chris. So glad uh you decided to join us for the seventh episode. Alexander Trehaguer is about to embark on his big adventure to try to return Teg's amulet back to his family. You stayed with us this far, unless we're talking to ourselves at this point, which this is, is possible. very possible. But a lot has happened up until this moment. I've lost a lot of lives, a lot of people that were friends and foe, mm-hmm. and now I'm with a 10-year-old kid who doesn't realize that I could possibly be a crazy man. That's true. That's very, very, very true. We are not entirely sure if Alexander Trehaguer is mentally stable, to be completely honest. You are on the city streets of Haven. You are right outside the bookshop. You just removed all the little bows and frilly ribbons that were put on top of your brother, Frank. Yeah, get that shit. That shit out of there. there. Frank is very appreciative of that. Of course, his claws, his nails are still painted because a couple of the little girls of the town started to paint his nails. And it's not like he's going to growl and fight them off or anything like that. doesn't want to attract suspicion, so he did a good job. He's well-trained. I actually think that he kind of liked it. Does he deserve a treat? No. (laughs) He doesn't deserve a treat for being a regular boy. He has to be a good boy. Okay, so right now I'm heading towards the exit. Yes, Davward pointed you in the direction and said that the city was, or the exit to the city was down the street. On my way to the exit, how close am I? To the exit of the city? Yeah. It's going to be a couple blocks. couple blocks? Okay, fine. On my way there, I'm just going to chat with Dav. I don't know anything about this kid. Sure thing. All right, Dav. The world out there is not... Look at this rock I found. Oh, Dav, pay attention to me right now. Okay. Listen, it's dangerous out there. Do you have a weapon on you? I have... Yes, I do. I have a slingshot. That's a start. But I'm worried that when we get out there, you aren't going to realize the peril that you could potentially be in. I think I'm pretty tough. The other day... This kid was talking some smack to me, and I put him in his place. I called my grandpa over, and this kid was very, very uh, sorry that he did those things to me. I'm going to be straight up honest with you, Dav. 
I've killed like five people before coming to see you today. Awesome. Dav, kind of awesome, but we need to make sure that you understand that you could potentially get hurt or even die out there. Totally, totally. I get that. Can I ride on top of the wolf yet? Look, Frank, the kid wants to ride on you. Don't do it. I am begging you, please. I can barely stand this kid already. Please. He seems to really want to ride on you, Frank. I'm begging you, man. Okay. Listen, Dav, this is going to be a no-go for riding the wolf. Ah, dang. You got to earn that, Dav. Oh, I can do that. You got to... <laughs> I don't think you're very knowledgeable about nature, the ways of combat, but that's okay. I'm going to teach you, Dav. Oh, sweet. When we get out there... You're going to be my little... Apprentice! Thank you, apprentice. Slim my mind, because I was thinking about combat. Oh, you get that, Dav? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, sweet. Okay, so are we getting close? Yeah, you have now reached the exit of the city. You can see the buildings are starting to get shorter and shorter as you go along on your walk. The streets become a little less busy. And now you've come to the edge of the city. If you were to turn around and look back, you could see a couple miles in the distance. You see the big arena, all the big buildings that are in the center of town. Maybe you kind of reflect there for a second on what the fuck just happened in this town. And you sit there in quiet peace and solidarity. I'm not used to big cities like this at all. Again, the big cities in the ranger world are a little bit different. Just they are a lot more connected to the forest and it feels more natural. So I'm just happy to be gone. This has been a nightmare for me. I've had some good times, Mama Kara, thinking of you. I've had some bad times. Also, Mama Kara, the king of you. But now I'm just happy to be on the exit. But before I leave, I'm going to do a little thing that I need to do before I get out, which is string my bow. Oh. The big bow I got, Magmar, this long bow that a very nice man traded with me. Yeah. It hasn't been strung. No, it hasn't. And this is kind of a ritual for rangers. They take this process very seriously. And bowstring, while I can fashion a bowstring from almost anything, there needs to be right? something. Yeah, there needs to be something special about it. And luckily, rangers, as part of the ranger thong, coming back to this utility belt, yeah, they keep a couple extra bowstrings wrapped around the waistband of the ranger thong. No shit. No shit. While Dav isn't looking at me, because this could seem a little weird if he sees mm -hmm. this happen, I'm gonna pull out one of the bowstrings. I don't understand the physics behind this, but. You do. It's just like softly, it's, a ra it's like wrapped around the base, uh, the waistband. Ah, the yeah, got it, sense. got yeah. it. So I pull it out, and I turn to Dav. Lesson number one about rangers. Utility thong is everything. Yeah. Maybe you don't know what that means, Dav. Nah. You'll learn. You see this right here, Dav? This is a bowstring. Oh, oh yeah. This isn't any ordinary bowstring. This is made from very special material. What's it made of? This bowstring is a couple different materials all wound together, spun very tightly. It's spun from woven hemp, sinew, and something incredibly special and close to my heart personally. Rangers are people of the forest, and so are elves. And I once had a, an elf lover. We went our own separate ways, but she spun this string for me using her own hair. I knew elves were real. Oh, you don't even know about... What do they teach you? You've never seen an elf in this city? Uh, no, but I've read about them. Okay, so I, I string it now. Almost like poetry, I'm just moving quickly 
and just string the bow. You've got to like flex your biceps to bring the bow down. You bring the string up. It's like you're you're showing off a little bit. People I'm, are walking by like, damn. I'm so in the zone. I'm, I don't even want to make icon. I'm remembering this woman, the nights we had together in the forest, and I'm just like stringing this bow, and it's just it's like music. You see Frank sitting there watching. He kind of has a longing look in his eye, like, man, I wish I could string a bow. But he can't because he's a wolf. He's a wolf. Bow is strung. Hook it back uh, around my shoulder again. Nice. Exiting the city. As you exit the city, you join up with the Great Road. The Great Road is a massive paved road that you know links a lot of the main cities in Iglesias together. So the Great Road Lots of different people on it, lots of different traders. Today doesn't seem like a super busy day on the road. You're passing a lot of different signs and stuff like that. Okay, Dav, this is where you come in. All right, buddy, this is the whole reason you're here. Yeah. Point me in the correct direction. All right. He pulls out a book from his backpack really quick. Yeah. Just kind of like with the same intensity that you did, you know, stringing your bow. He's like, it's like poetry for him pulling out the book. He's learning all the right things from me so far, so I'm happy about it. Flipping through the pages. Okay, the first thing we need to do is to get to the town of Misty River. Okay, I'm not 100% sure what that is. I'm hoping these names match up with the names that I understand. Yeah. Well, it might have a different name, but for people in Haven, we call it Misty River. Okay, Misty River. All right. Is he pointing in a direction on He's this like, road? Uh, we got to go to the left. To the left? Yeah. Perfect. Okay, we start walking down the great road to the left. He, uh, as you guys keep walking down the road, he tells you a little bit more about this town. He tells you that Misty River is an important town to get to because from Misty River, you can get on a boat, which will take you down a very long river, which will lead you out to the sea, which is the first place you really need to get to. As we're walking down the road, I'm, I'm looking on the side and I'm picking up twigs, like branches and twine, mm. and I'm si sizing them up. And I'm slowly putting together a wooden training sword. Oh, nice. Yeah. He doesn't even notice that what you're doing. He's just like walking and focusing, looking at all the people. As you guys continue down the road, there it becomes less and less populated. So there's like almost no one walking. Now it's pretty much just you, Dav, and Frank all walking together. Okay? You get to this one section of the road, and you can see that the road continues on straight. It's paved. It's cobblestone. It's really nicely kept. And then there's another little section off to the left that's kind of just like a little dirt path. And you can see it's people have obviously walked over it, but it doesn't seem like it's a, a real road. It's just kind of like a little dirt path that leads off into the woods. Which way are we going, buddy? Hmm, let's see. If I consult my map here, it looks like if we cut through the forest here, it'd be a shortcut. Could save us a couple of days' time. I don't know. I think we should keep going on the road. I don't really feel safe inside of the forest. So I'm going to spout some lore about this particular part of the forest. I'm looking around at the trees. I'm looking at the path. I'm looking at any animals that I can see. And I'm sort of putting a picture together in my mind using my ranger skills to just sense the area. Roll 2d6 plus your intelligence. Roll to three. <laughs> So I rolled a four, and I have minus one intelligence. I was hoping this would be a different uh, situation. Apparently, I don't know the, this part of the forest very well at all. Okay, you failed that spout lore roll. You go over, basically, to one of the trees, and you put your hand on the tree. You're like, I know these woods. It feels old. I can feel the heart of the tree. I can feel it pulsing and... and 
photosynthesizing. Dab, come over here. Put your hand on this tree, buddy. Put <laughs> you, your hand on this tree. You get in this zone where you're like feeling the forest and feeling the woods. It feels so good to be back in the woods again because you're a ranger. It feels excellent. It's Breeze. Like, you're back. You're back in the woods. It feels so good that you kind of get in this trance, like this trance state, and you hold there for like two hours. Oh, God. Yeah, you just, you you lose track of time, and you're like, the forest, home, and Dab's like, oh, wait, hey, what's going on? But there's nothing he can do to get you out of it. Frank's like, oh, you better just leave him. He's going to be like this for a while. This happens to rangers sometimes. <laughs> Two hours later, you come out of your trance. For you, it seems like it's, you know, you just put your hand on the tree. When you come out of it, it's fucking pouring rain. Thunder. Dab has got his backpack over his head. He's like, can we go now? Dab, did you feel this tree? Did you? I, it felt incredible. I'm really cold. He has shorts on. He doesn't have pants. Oh my God. He's, real, he's like trembling. Frank is just standing there. His hair is all wet. He's like, uh, how covered is this, this pass? Very dense woods. Very dense forest. I'm going to make an executive decision here. We're going to make our way down this path. It just seems like you're cover. in charge, so you yeah. go for it. I just turned to Dab. I'm like, okay, we're going to get under some cover. You should have bought pants. I didn't know that it was going to rain. You guys start walking down this path. The rain stops a little bit. You know, the, the trees are stopping some of the rain, but it's you guys are still getting pretty soaked. You can feel the wind coming through the trees, blowing the pine trees and the, the bushes. You can, you can hear the wind coming through this forest, getting really, really stormy out right now. I think we're gonna keep on following this path. Are we getting any shelter from the store? Like, how much shelter are we getting in this forest? Not a whole lot. I mean, it would less than if you were just standing out in the open. You know, it's less rain hitting you, but I mean, it's still not ideal. You're gonna, you could catch a cold for sure. I don't want that. That's no. death in this world. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look around for any sort of, like, cave covering, anything. Yeah. Maybe even, like, a cabin if there's a cabin. I'm just, like, scouting the woods at this point. Don't see a cabin. You see a couple rocks. You see some trees falling over. And then you see one rock outcropping that looks like it could be pretty suitable. It's not like a cave, but it's just, like, a big rock, and there's a little spot underneath it where it looks like you guys could tucker down. Yeah, we're going to go over there. Looks like just some dirt. Just a hard rock kind of dirt floor no rain nothing that's good. like that i'm gonna look around for some wood that's been under if there's any like twigs or anything i'm gonna try and get a campfire together here yeah there's luckily there was some uh dry wood that managed to keep itself out of the rain so you managed to scrape that together you know how to start a fire oh you better believe i know how to start a fire how do you do it getting my adventuring gear here i got my flint I'm a ranger. I barely even need flint to start a fire. Right. You know, we can do this with a couple of sticks. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking this opportunity to show Dav over here. Dav, this is flint. This helps start a fire. You know what else helps start a fire? What? Your hands. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Grab some sticks. Start rubbing them together. He's like, ah, you read about this? Yeah, you read about starting fires, Dav? Yeah. Now tell me more about your bully problems, Dav. What? So how, how does this fire go? Um, mark off a use of your adventuring gear if you're going to use this flint inside of there to start this fire. Ooh, nice, nice warm fire that you start up in this little cave. I mean, it's pretty comfy in here now. I mean, you got the fire going. If you manage to bring over some pine needles, you can maybe form some pillows. What do you think? You going to hunker down here for the night? Doesn't look like this rain's stopping anytime soon. You have a pretty good intuition about storms and stuff like that. Right. I am going to stay here for the night, I think. Great. I'm going to tell Dav, like, we're just going to bunk down. 
We're gonna wait for the storm to pass. Get some rest, get some shut-eye. We're not too far from the city. It shouldn't be too dangerous out here, mm -hmm. but we really can't be walking through the forest in these conditions. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Okay, you're sitting about in the fire. Getting yeah. pretty late at night now. Yeah, I was getting a little tired. Like, yeah, I'm gonna stay up. I'm, a, I'm cool. I'm gonna stay up and uh, keep watch. You go to sleep. Really? You should sleep, Dev. No, no, I can do it. I can do it. By the way, how did you get your dog? That is a story for another day. Okay. This is It's a special bond, the relationship between a ranger and their animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I shake him awake really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dev, Dev, yeah, Dev. Yeah, yeah? You said you were keeping first watch. Oh, <laughs> oh God, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Get some rest, buddy. I'll, I'll keep watch. Okay. I can do it. All right. He's out. That's okay. He goes to sleep. He sleeps like... He sleeps with his knees on the ground and his face just like buried into the rock with his butt sticking up in the air. Right there, ready for the killing. He is, he is so useless. It's okay. I'm gonna finish the training sword that I was making from before. Great. Yeah, I was protecting that during the rain. Cause you know, it can get wet, it's just a training sword, but I want it to be kind of nice. You fashion this training sword. You have some flashback memories perhaps to you and your father when you were you know, very little with Frank, when Frank was also very, very little, just a toddler, and you were first learning how to use a weapon. We used to play fight and train together. They started you training for combat and being a ranger at a very young age. Just came naturally, it was part of bonding. But at this point, I'm gonna put Frank as a uh, guard. You know, he's gonna keep watch for at least a few hours while I get some shut-eye. Of course. What else am I here for? Nothing, Frank. How about Nothing. a treat, huh? Give me a little treat. Oh my, I, I'm gonna break a dungeon ration in half, and I'm gonna feed it to Frank. He's like, oh, thank God. Oh, 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 sweet Jesus. Frank, reel it in. There's a kid sleeping right here. Sorry, sorry. Take a few hours of sleep. You wake up in the middle of the night, still raining. Frank's up, very vigilant. He's just got his eyes open, scanning the horizon. Dav is totally passed out. So the weather is still pretty bad? The weather's still pretty bad. You... Wager, it's about four o'clock in the morning. Still got a couple hours till the sun rises. All right, I'm gonna let Frank sleep now mm -hmm. for a few hours. And I'm gonna keep watch. Great. Just until the sun rises. Frank goes to sleep. As you sit there, rain still keeps pouring down. You hear this extremely loud growl. Seems like it's a far ways away. Okay, I'm gonna grab Dav, keep my hand over his mouth, bring him in really close. He's covered in saliva. Like, he's just drooling so much while he slept. It's okay. It's fine. That's, I understand. Mm -hmm. Grab his mouth just to keep him quiet so he doesn't get scared. And bring him really close. Put my finger up to my mouth. Just shh. He nods his head looking at you. Listen to me. We need to keep quiet and just wait till it passes. We don't want any confrontations right now. You are not ready for a fight. You hear it again. still seems like it's pretty far away. Your fire is still... Did you keep your fire going? I, I think at this point it's probably out. Yeah. I mean, it's, we it's went a to couple, sleep. A couple hot embers still at the bottom, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I stopped care. When I went to sleep, I wasn't like... I didn't have the like Frank taking care of it. So. Right. All right. Seems kind of far away. Is there any way for me to decipher what this animal, this noise is? Sure. You could go ahead and try to spout lore on this bitch one more time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to spout lore on this animal. Yeah, I mean, you're a ranger, you have a pretty good sense of 
what kind of animals are out there in the deep woods. Right, 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 right. All right, roll 2d6 plus your intelligence for this one. You're a strong guy, but not necessarily the sharpest tool in the shed, if you will. What'd you get there? Roll a six minus one for a five. Racking up the experience, though, from all these failings. You sit there in the darkness. I've heard of this animal before. Where do I remember this growl coming from? You put your hand on your chin to, you know, think about this, and you put your other hand back, and your other hand goes directly into the fire. You burn the fuck out of your left hand, like, oh my really, God. really bad. Really bad. So much so that you are going to need to, like, wrap it in a bandage of some oh, kind. God damn it. At least for, you know, 24 hours. Um, I hate to break it to you, Alexander Trehaguer, but a ranger needs two hands to use a bow. Yeah, I figured. Well, the best rangers I've heard have been able to use any body part for a bow. Any body part. Yeah, it breathes. <laughs> Dev's like, oh shit, are you okay? Do you have any medicine, Dev? Uh, let's see. Goes into his little backpack, fumbling around. Okay, let's see. I got um, my books. I got uh, a couple of peanuts in here. Let's see. Um, oh, I got a little rag. Yeah, that's that's good. That's, I just grabbed the rag, and I wrap my hand in the rag. He's like, wait, my mom gave that to me. Dev, if I ask you for something. You're right, you're right. You can have it, you can have it. You gotta say that before I cover my hand in it. You've already, it's like already covered in pus and blood. That oh yeah, came out of, of course. Hand. What's the weather looking like? It's starting to clear up a little bit. Near sunrise? Yeah, getting near sunrise. We're gonna start hitting the road. All right, the very, very earliest stages of the sun coming up. So it's like this really beautiful blue colored sky out there. Really dark blue, but you know what I mean. Come on, I don't have to describe this that much. Jesus, give me a break. Start walking through the woods. You rejoin with that very, very faint dirt path that keeps leading through this portion of the woods. Continue going? Yeah, we're just gonna march on, heading our way to Misty River mm -hmm. and just keep on trekking. On the way, I'm gonna hand over the training sword that I made to Dav. Whoa! I know, I know, it seems pretty cool, but I need to get you training. Look at this rock I found! Oh my, Dav, what? Out of curiosity, I like peek at the rock, is it anything? No, just a rock. <laughs> I just snatch it from him and chuck it. When you chuck it, it falls into the forest and like the five or six birds fly up from where you threw it. And that is a rock, Dav. This is a sword. Oh, wow. Thanks for the sword. Where'd you get it? I made this for you. Really? Made this for you so we can start that training. Whenever we have a, a moment, take a break for lunch. Let's do it now. Not right. We got we to gotta march through this forest. Maybe if we get a little closer to Misty River, okay. we can start some training. Okay. I, I guess that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got we to gotta go keep going. Don't we? He like nudges Frank. Like, don't we, wolf? That's not going to win you any favors with Frank. He, he hates being nudged. Frank kind of growls. Arr. Easy boy. <laughs> Easy boy. You continue through this woods. Just your typical forest. Really green, really beautiful. You can tell they got some rain here recently, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. As you continue, you see one of the trees. All these trees seem like they're very healthy, and this one tree has been splintered in half. Just knocked over. It covers the dirt path that you guys are walking on. It looks like it was broken very recently. I'm going to stop Dav. I'm going to drop to one knee, survey the area, use a little hunting track 
Yeah. To see if I can spot any claws, animal signs, any footprints, any activity that can lead me to understanding the situation. The ranger has a move for this. It's called hunt and track. So why don't you go ahead and uh, do that move? All right, Alexander Trehagare rolls to see if he finds this trail tracks. Oh my god. I rolled a four plus my wisdom, which is two for a six. This is a nightmare. Everything is going wrong this episode. You are standing at this tree. You're following the clues on the ground. Oh, what created this? You see these huge scratches in the ground. Earth was churned here. Looks like there was a struggle. And you keep, you're wandering off the path about 10 feet following these clues. And all of a sudden you look up to where the, the trail ends and you see a huge scaled bear standing in front of you. Scaled bear? A scaled bear. Have Give you ever me a description here. A scaled bear, the scaled bear that you are staring at. This is a, the size of a big Kodiak bear, but the whole front half of it is covered in scales. Looks like fish scales or dragon scales or something like that. Okay, so it's big brown bear, but it has these golden brown scales on the front of it, and its whole face is covered in these scales, and the second half of its body is fur. Worst case scenario was that the scaled bear was still here. So I put my left hand, just push Dav back behind me, mm -hmm. and I have Frank walk next to me, like by my side. This bear is staring at you. It's not growling, it's just looking right at you. Is it blocking the way on this path? Yes. Shit. We're going to slowly, with our backs facing away from this bear, maneuver ourselves, just a, keeping a, a very large distance from this bear, try to maneuver ourselves around. You're turning your back to the bear? No, no, no. Keeping our backs away from the bear. So we're facing this guy ah. and trying to like take a very wide berth. You're, you're kind of backpedaling and sidestepping. Exactly. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. Every time you take a step backwards to the side, this scaled bear lifts its paw and takes a step towards you, moving. Okay. Not breaking eye contact with you. It's staring you directly in the eyes, which is very unnerving. We're going clockwise on this path, where I'm gonna have Frank go counterclockwise to the bear. So same deal as me mirroring me, but we're gonna try and flank this bear. Yeah, he doesn't break eye contact with you. He just keeps walking towards you. Frank comes out to the other side. Davward is shaking in his boots. He is absolutely terrified. He's like, what's that? What is that? Dav? Oh, yeah? Dav, back, back slowly. Be very careful and just back away from me, okay, buddy? Oh, my God. It's a scaled bear. I've read about these. Not helpful right now. Unless you want to start shouting some things out at me. Not shouting, just carefully telling me. Anything I need to know about this bear that I don't already know. Um, let me think, let me think. I'm trying to think. As Davward's trying to think, the bear starts to double its pace. It's walking a little faster now. It's going to start to catch up with you. Okay, I'm going to slowly pull out my short sword. When you do that, the bear lets out this <laughs> huge growl. You get this message from Frank that's like, you want me to go in? I want Frank to run up and just jump on the back of the scaled bear. Okay. Just like claws right into the back, both of like the shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm. That's what I want Frank to do at this point. 
Yeah, Frank does it. He runs up, jumps on the back of the scaled bear, latches his claws, latches his mouth into the back of the scale. It's like, stands up on two legs and tries to throw Frank off its back. Okay, do I see any- Standing on its feet, it's like 12 feet tall. Like any bear would be. <laughs> like, that's, that's standard for a bear. Yeah, this one's just covered in, like, looks like metal scales. So on the chest area, as we all know about scaled bears, yes. or rise rangers now, the complete chest area is covered yes. in scales. Yeah. Mainly weaknesses are back and neck area. Yeah. That's where usually the weak spots are. But I'm looking all around this bear right now for a point of attack on its front side. Does it have any weakness? Like any? The whole top half of his body is covered in scales. His bottom legs are fur. Give me a, a low down on the crotch area of this Crotch animal. area is exposed. <laughs> Jesus. People always think, hey, in a fair fight, you can't go for the crotch here. You know, you can't go for the crotch in a fair fight. That's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. And I'm going to go down low. I'm going for a, a stab or a, uh, rather a slash at the leg of the scaled bear. Okay. Yeah. Roll 2d6 plus your strength. Going in for the slash of the scaled bear's leg. See what happens here. This is... A nightmare. I just rolled a four plus one for five. <laughs> this is... I have so much experience at this point, though, so... You are very experienced. If we had one positive to come out of this, you run up, try to take a slash at the bottom of the scaled bear. He comes down before you get to him. Grabs at you. You manage to dodge him a little bit, but your left arm is left out. He grabs hold of your hand where oh you just God. got burn he starts ripping at you and, and thr thrashing you around and you're like you know getting mauled by this bear your hand is getting all fucked up throws you off and you go flying he throws frank off your back and he looks right at davward he starts galloping toward davward oh my god and davward's like holy shit combined attack myself and frank we're now ch we're charging the back of this bear yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, don't forget to roll those damage die. Oh, wait, wait, how much am I rolling here? You are rolling a d10, and this ignores armor. So I rolled my damage dice against me, and it was a three. After you get thrown back by the scale bear, you look down at your hand, and you can see a lot of white stuff, and that's not a good sign. A lot of tendons. Your hand is in bad shape. Couldn't be more than 24 hours. Oh my god. For a... This is particularly a bummer because I sp one of the perks I got was specifically dual-handed. So I have... This is a bummer. Okay. So now I'm charging the back of this bear. Dual attack with Frank. Okay. Yeah. I'm going for a stab on like the spine area of mm -hmm. this scaled bear. Yeah. You go in for the attack, both of you, simultaneously. You see Davward. He's shaking. Got his sword with two hands out in front of him. He's shaking. His little wooden sword and he's like got it pointed at the scaled bear you are barely going to have time to get there before the bear gets to Davward so let's roll 2d6 plus your strength if you are listening to this at home cross your fingers so I rolled a six plus one for seven so not a, a straight-up failure here are your options looks like that scaled bear was a little quicker than you thought okay he's you know bears are pretty deceptive you can push Davward out of the way and save him, but expose Frank to getting really severely attacked. Or you can go in for the kill. 
and really get a nice, clean look at the scaled bear. Nice, clean shot. But Davward is going to take the full force of a charging armored bear. This is where we play the music that's like, I... By the way, these fails have been pretty brutal on me. I have to say. It's been pretty brutal. Um, You're like in, running in slow motion. What do I do? Okay, I'm going to go for the kill. Because if I just push Dav out of the way... Everybody could just get killed. Like, that's not going to be useful. <laughs> if this kid gets the full force of a bear, I mean, good God, fucking hide or run. Jesus, Dav. <laughs> Going for the kill. You go jump on the back of the scaled bear. It's huge. You can feel this life force just massive underneath you. You plunge your sword with your right hand deep into its belly, deep into its belly under its scales. Feel the throbbing heart of the scaled bear with your sword. You don't see what happens, but you just you feel the scaled bear like boom, and then just kind of fall to the floor. And you see Frank is just kind of like latched on. He's covered. He's got blood all over his mouth from the scaled bear. He's like his eyes look all crazy. The bear is still breathing, like but it's not moving. It's like on the ground. It fell on its belly. Where is Dav at this point? You don't know yet. I'm just gonna walk up to the head of the bear i'm just going to take my sword and just slit its throat and like kiss the top of the bear's forehead close its eyes the bear is still kind of alive sees you come over sees your sword and kind of looks up at you like it's kind of the 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 message you get from it is like do it bitch do it but I lean down, kissing his forehead, and as a single tear rolls down the left side of my face, and I slit this bear's throat. You see the eyes roll in the back of its head. A lot of blood pours out onto the ground. If you notice, that's a theme. Lots of blood. Anytime there's a kill. I'm looking around for like a family heirloom of sorts, if there is one anywhere. This bear had one. <laughs> it was wearing a necklace emblem around its neck. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing. It's actually incredibly difficult, though, to, like, get under the scales to find where its throat is because you have to lift up the scales and sure. get your sword under there. But you manage to do it. It takes you about 15 seconds to find find the way to do it. And it's like, oh, come on. Oh, come on, do it. The bear dies. I'm looking around now, just trying to look for Dav. Yeah. Just Dav? Dav? Over here. Oh, God. You look where the voice the direction it came from and you see dav sitting against a tree and he has no right arm oh he's my just God. got a left arm and he's clutching the sword in his left hand hey over here i walk over to dav is there anything in your right pocket you need to put into your left pocket um, because that's pretty hard with just a left hand. No, I guess not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just checking. 
What happened? Well, you became a man of types. <laughs> Frank walks over. He he has his jaw is dropped. He's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> what kind of shirt was Dab wearing? Dab's wearing just kind of like a tiny little uh, long sleeve gray shirt that a little peasant boy would wear. I'm going to rip part of his uh, shirt off now. Oh, my mom gave me that. (laughs) (laughs) The worst. I'm just going to like rip a band and just like tie it around the, I guess, the stump of where his right arm used to be. The, there's no stump. There's like, there's no arm. That's what I mean. Shoulder stump. Yeah. Shoulder stump. There there, there is an area that is stumpish that I'm going to now bandage. I don't feel anything. You just lost your right arm. <laughs> Did I do good? Let's uh, let's go over what happened maybe a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah, because from now on, any big scary animal, person, anything that's dangerous, just, just hide. Hide behind something from now on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He rises to his feet. He looks pretty pale. He doesn't look too good. Okay. He wasn't, was he bleeding out? I mean, I bandaged him as tight as possible. Yeah, there's no more blood coming out, but still a couple drips. I'm going to pick him up and put him on top of Frank now. He's like, yes, yes. Not like this, buddy. Not like this. Just ruffle his hair. Yes. Okay, what do you do? Well, we're going to continue down the path, and uh, Frank better not say a word about, like, Frank is understanding. He's not, like, you know, he's not an animal. He understands that this kid is in some bad shape. Right. You know? I give uh, Dav a quick, like, look over. Doesn't, he's not bleeding out. Seems like he's going to be okay for now. Like, he's not on his, de- like, dying breath. Well, he is very pale. He's lack. There's almost like no color in his face. He's just mm. really white. I mean, does are it, you a medical man? I don't know a lot about kids. Obviously, like I don't know what it it's looks like. It's just an ranger, but smaller. Sure, that's what. I, just like a mini ranger. So I, I don't really know. To me, it's like he's not bleeding. That's good news. So that's all that really is the first thing in my mind. Can't let him walk. I'm gonna give him some food to eat, some ranger ra- uh, ranger. I'm gonna give him the other half of the dungeon ration that I shared with uh, Frank, mm-hmm. just so he can have something to eat. Okay. He he he's tries eating it and he just kind of like throws up. Oh, okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna make a dash now with Frank. And dab on top of Frank. I'm. We're just gonna make a dash down this path and try to head towards Misty River as quick as possible. You just start running. You start running. The woods are flying by you. You know, birds are. Oh, go, go. It looks like it's. You know, it's midday by the time you know when this attack happens. Sure. It's getting darker. It's getting darker. You guys are just running through the forest. You're sweating. You're. You're. You're panting. Frank is. Like, you guys don't say a word to each other. It's just like, you know your mission. If you peer over a dab every once in a while, it's like his eyes roll in the back of his head and then he regains consciousness. But he's like riding. He's got his left hand to hold of Frank's fur. He's like, oh. you, know, ro- uh, you know, his head's rolling backwards. But you guys just keep running through the forest. Eventually, you get to the top of this hill. 
You can see down in the little valley below you all these lights and a really big river. The sun is just now setting. You guys keep running. You're running through the forest, you're running through the trees. Dav is... Oh, he falls off a of Frank. Without even stopping, grab him, hold him in my arms, and just keep on running towards town. Okay, you run into the middle of town. Kind of a couple people out in the town. Everyone's kind of looking at you like, whoa, what's going on? You know, just shouting. This kid is dying. Is there a doctor or a medical man? Anything? A shaman. I will take a shaman at this point. You see this kind of heavy set guy run out. He's got big mutton chops, big gray beard, bald head, apron on. His apron's covered in blood. I'll take a look at him over here. I hand him off just immediately. Come with me, little boy. Oh, uh -oh. runs back in. Runs <laughs> back in inside of his little his little shop. Do you follow? Yeah, him? of course. Right on his tail. Okay, he throws Dav onto this table. You can see that it's a butcher shop. There's like cows and you know all kinds oh, of God. Like, meat cut up everywhere. He's I, like, I turn to the guy. Look, be easy on him. He's just a little nerd boy. Hold this. Hands you a big knife. Hands you know starts ripping off the cloths. He's like, who applied these? I did. I mean. You did a good job. You kept him alive with these. He starts pouring all these powders and stuff. He He's, you know, working on the wound. Ten minutes go by. He's still working. He's sweating frantically. I mean, I'm just going to assist this guy in any way I can. Mm -hmm. He's like, it'd be better if you left the room. Whatever, Doc. Whatever you need. I'll leave. I'll go outside and just sit outside with Frank. Yeah, you guys go outside into the street. You know, people are kind of looking over to see, oh, what's going on over there? I'm holding Dav's uh, pack with his gear. Yeah. And his uh, little training sword. You got his training sword? Yeah, it's just like tucked into his bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just holding that, sitting out on the front porch at this place. About 20 minutes go by. Nothing. An hour goes by. Then you hear the of the door. Guy comes out. Well... He's going to be all right. Doc, he lost his right arm. Yes, he did. That's correct. He lost it. By the way, where is it? Have you seen it? Doc, I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I'm a butcher. Please stop calling me Doc. You're a butcher? Do you know anything about medicine? Well, uh, the, there's no doctor in this here town. You know, I had to make a decision. Boy, you come running into town like that. Okay, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Tell me the situation, Doctor. Well, he's unconscious right now. Hopefully he'll wake up soon. He shouldn't travel anymore. Hopefully you can stay in the town a few days. Yeah, that should be okay. I need to rest up. I need to heal my hand anyway. Staying in the town for a few days should be fine. All right, he, he can stay here. Uh, where are you all coming from? We were just at Haven. Oh, long way. Well, yeah, we... uh we ran into some trouble on the road. Probably shouldn't have taken the path we took. Oh, what happened to the boy? Scale bear. Oh. Yeah. Scaled bear. Yeah, I killed that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Oh, and how about your little pooch here? He starts to pet Frank. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He should be okay. You hear from inside the door. Alex? Alex? If I go in there and it's another one of these... Family heirloom scenarios. I'm gonna be so upset. I go. I go in to Dav's side. He's like, ah, thank you, 
Thank you for saving me. That was the best day of my life. We're not even close to being done. This is day one, buddy. Oh, I, I realized something today. I don't know if the adventuring lifestyle is cut out for me. I'm sorry. I, I'm in a lot of pain right now. Look, I can do something about that. I'll be right back. Rest up, buddy. We will talk about this in a, in a couple of days when you're feeling better, okay? You don't have a couple of days. What? You don't have a couple of days, I said. Why? Dav, have you been keeping things from me? Yeah. Well, oh. not on purpose. You just haven't asked. Oh, God damn it. What is this deal? What is the deal with people and needing me to ask the question? If there's something that's urgent, I need to know. Don't yell at me. I just lost my arm. Okay. I'm 10 years old. What do you want from me? I'm a little kid. Nerd. (laughs) Explain to me why I'm running out of time, Dav. Explain. Because once you get to the shores of broken dreams, the tides will only last several hours. You have to get there at the exact time. What time is that? You have to tell me exactly when I need to. How long do I have before this happens? You have until the day after tomorrow to get there. The journey will at least take that long. Oh my god. Okay. I'm going. I'm sorry. I should have told you from the beginning. It's okay, Dav. It's okay. I didn't know I was going to lose my arm. <laughs> I literally told you that I've killed people before. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Tell me what in your pack is relevant to this quest. Give me all the books, all the maps. I need them. You you can have them. They're all going to help you, I'm sure. I got some really good stuff in there on uh, mystical plants. And also, I've got some other... And he just keeps rambling on about all the cool stuff that's in his books. The butcher comes running in, gives him a little vial of something. Smells like alcohol. Nice. Dab drinks it down. Whoa! That was... What is that? Miracle juice, buddy. Miracle juice. I'm going to turn to the doc. Or the butcher. Whatever this guy is. <laughs> Do you have anything that can help my hand? Oh, let me see that there. Oh, that's a nasty one. Scaled bear? No. Well, some of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I can give you these uh, bandages and... Hopefully it'll heal up uh, within the next few days. All right. I, yeah, I go, I, I'll go for that. Wraps your hand around, you know, with some bandages. Takes the little cloth off. Dab says, can I have that? <laughs> yes. Oh, sure, young man. Gives it to him. He folds it up with his right hand, puts it in his pocket. With his right hand? <laughs> I mean left. I mean left. <laughs> uh, continuity. Looks like you're uh, going to leave for the night. Just leave Dab to go sleep. Dab says, Alex, before you go on the journey, I want you to have something. Oh, no. What is this? Left hand into his pocket. Pulls out a rock. I thought this was a really cool rock. (laughs) I think you should have it. I grab the rock from Dab, and I tell him, I'll keep it on me. I'll keep it on me, buddy. Okay? Okay. Thanks, man. Before I leave, I'm going to say goodbye to you. Don't worry. You better. <laughs> you better. I bite my right fist and uh, just sort of keep it in. Oh, this is heartbreaking. 
This kid's journey ended with just losing an arm. Pocket that thought. Pocket that memory. All right, everyone. We're going to leave it there for episode seven of Staying Alive. We are trying to do that. Some of us are doing it better than others, I'd say. Staying alive. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> this this was like a just a, a rolling failure throughout the every... I rolled one successful roll, and it was yeah. only like mildly successful. I haven't seen that in a long time. But that's why you play the game. You know, you play the game to find out what happens. Hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Keep tuning in. We'll see you next time.